This episode of Spouse Holes is brought to you by Mad Viking Beard Company. I love my beard. Recently, I've decided to grow it back to its full glory. I've teamed up with Mad Viking Beard Company to show you the results of using a truly great product. Their beard balms and oil have no fillers, all natural ingredients, and if you hate the nasty itch that your beard sometimes gets when you're trying to grow it past the stubble, using these products will alleviate, get rid of, and kick that itch to the curb. There's no better feeling in the world than having a beautiful, silky smooth beard, and this is possible with Mad Viking. So get yours today at madvikingbeard.com. Welcome to the Horde and Beard On. Welcome back, all our lovely spouse holes out there, or I guess holes out there and plugs. I'm Kiara, and I'm here with Eric, and we're going to do another awesome episode of Spouse Holes. Gotta love it. <laughs> all right, so how you doing? Doing pretty good. Good. How you feeling with the challenge that we got going on, the 101 days? Oh, I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> all right, so how about we tell our listeners what kind of diet you're doing? So for me, I'm doing the keto diet with intermittent fasting. I am fasting for 20 hours, eating for four-hour window, which usually is just one meal and then a little snack with lots of water. I probably drink upwards of a gallon and a half of water a day. What else are you drinking? A whole bunch of coffee. Love my coffee. Got to have at least a pot of coffee a day. All right. And then how you doing the keto? The I guess keto, how strict are you with it? I try not to eat any carbs or sugar. I limit the fat. I don't. I feel like because I have so much fat on my body, I don't need to consume a lot of fat. My snack usually will be like uh, pecans or walnuts because they're high in fat and lower on carbs. They also have some fiber to make sure you know you stay a little regular. (laughs) Gross. That's good. So I've been kind of like weird with my diet right now just because I can't find what works for me. I was doing the same as you. Like I figured I would just do what you do and do the keto and the intermittent fasting, but my body does not like it. Like I've been super dizzy and sick. Yeah. You've been a spouse hole lately. Yeah, I know. I apologize. (laughs) Well, kind of. Well, you bring it out of me. It's fine. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Kind of. Anyway, so so I'm actually going to do, I'm doing just a keto diet yeah i think for you because you don't have as much to lose you just kind of want to you know touch up some areas and tighten and get some muscle going right i think for you you can just eat all day and just stick to a keto diet because it'll still help you lose some fat right. but it'll also just give you the things you need i think i'm still going to limit a time frame to not eat after eight o'clock ish just so i'm not going to bed like full yeah I've, I've seen that that's a good thing to try and accomplish there's a lot of takes to it. Uh, the first thing I ever saw was you always have to eat breakfast. There's just so many studies out there that can point you in any which direction. And I think the bottom line when it comes to diet and nutrition is you need to look at it as a way you can actually uh, continue living, not look at it as, oh, for the next six months, I'm going to do this diet. Because if you don't teach yourself how to eat properly at the end of the six months or at the end of the however long you do this diet word right you're just going to turn around and eat just as much as you're eating before blimp back up gain it all back and more the reason i can say this is i've done it time and time again but lately i've been doing the intermittent fasting and at first i looked at it as a way 
okay, we're doing this challenge. I really want to see good results. So I want to do whatever I can do to make sure I get those good results. But at the end of the day, I'm actually feeling really good doing intermittent fasting and only eating the one meal a day plus a little snack. Oh, that was my other question. I'm sure listeners will have this question, but do you feel like you're weak at all? Like when you go to work out at night or in the morning, whenever you work out, are you feeling weak because you're only eating one meal a day? So what I've been doing right now is I'll eat dinner when I get home from work around 530 Mm -hmm. and then I'll go and work out in our home gym at eight, nine o'clock. So I've eaten within a few hours. So I feel like I don't, I feel like I have full strength but I've also been thinking of mixing it up so that I only eat breakfast instead of dinner and that I work out right before the breakfast. I've been doing some studying and some research that shows that it's actually, it'll be a little bit better than what I'm doing right now for just muscle definition and to make sure I'm not losing muscle to be able to then feed the muscles after the workout rather than before. So I'm going to try that, I think, for the remainder of this 101-day challenge. But for me, this challenge has actually morphed into something more. Like I'm going to push myself as hard as I can for the 101 days and see what I can accomplish. But at the end of the 101 days, I'm going to continue on. And I have more of a weight slash appearance goal that I'm working on. And I'm also trying to just accomplish a better me overall and not look at it as a 101-day challenge. But I want to see the before and after of the 101 days because I've been really pushing it. Right. Yeah. I think I'm the same. I don't want to. It's hard for me because I think the scale is always something that everyone always focuses on, the number on the scale. And so for Mm -hmm. me, I'm trying not to focus so much on that. Once, you know, we talked about how I was getting frustrated with the scale, but I know at the end it's going to be how I look in the mirror and the numbers as far as inches go that are coming off. Not so much what the number on the scale is because I know that muscle is more than fat. So I have to remind myself that when I hop on the scale that it's not about the number there. It's just what I see in the mirror. I mean, it's always nice to see the scale go down, but in some cases, some people don't have the amount of pounds to lose. So the scale might not move much, but clothes are going to fit better. They're going to fit where, how you want them to feel. Like for me, I'm having to really draw string my shorts already And I don't feel like I've even done that much. Right. So, and I just want the listeners to know, this is just research that we've done on our end that we're still experimenting to see what works for our bodies. So if you're doing something, a lifestyle change as far as nutrition or whatever, make sure you talk to your doctors first and get their okay. We don't want to tell somebody to go do the keto diet and intermittent fasting and only eat one meal a day and then (laughs) get sick and hurt yourselves. That's not what we want. You know, we want you guys to have a good lifestyle and change your life for the better, not do something to damage anything you have going on in your life. Oh, absolutely. The I have actually a physical on Friday, so we'll see how I'm feeling and how my body's showing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck with that. Should we get into some holes? I think it sounds great. All right. Do you want to go first or second today? Mm, I'll go first. You're going to go first. All yes. right. Okay. So mine has to do with a truck driver in Illinois. He was feeling ill. He did an improper lane change or usage, but he ended up crashing and tipping over his truck. And he was carrying piglets mm-hmm. in the truck. And it ended up releasing 
setting free 3,000 piglets and it killed about 100 of them. And so for me, he's the whole for killing all those little piglets. You can have a big rib roast, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can see the positive as far as food. Yeah. <laughs> we actually had ribs tonight for we dinner. We did. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought of when, <laughs> when I was reading that story. But I mean, it's... I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but still, he killed little innocent piglets. So for me, he's a whole. Oh, yeah, definitely. You got to be careful when you're making those lane changes. That's true. So for me, my whole, well, first, let me set the scene. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're a homeowner, you know, and you take care and pride in your yard. You have dogs and you want them to be able to run free in your yard. Right. So you decide... You're going to put up a fence around your yard. Nothing crazy. A six-foot fence around your property. Is that fair? Right. Okay, so this man invests $9,000 into a super nice six-foot fence. (laughs) Six feet, people. I'm 6'5". I can see over six-foot fence. It's not that big of a fence. Okay, but I'm 5'1". You are 5'1". And I can't see over the fence. But you shouldn't technically be able to see I over that's a fence. Fair. But this is it's my his point. backyard. It's it's his yard, so I would imagine. I don't know. I didn't really look okay, how deep fine. into the story. Well, I just didn't know because you know how some people say like, "Oh, the front yard fence can't be X amount tall or whatever," but the backyard doesn't normally doesn't matter. I guess it depends on where you're at. But okay, anyway. Anyway, so this man puts up this awesome fence in his yard, makes it so his dogs can go run around and be free. Right. Well, his neighbor had to go and complain. to the city and say it's causing us not to have as good a vision to the streets and it's a safety hazard to have a fence in your yard. The city says that because it's been complained and it's considered a hazard that he has to cut the fence in half. Wow. Now that's ridiculous. Yeah. That neighbor is the biggest hole that I can think of when it comes to being a neighbor to just what a snitch yeah i feel like i have to agree because i mean our neighbors are awesome for the most part i don't feel like we have any complaints about them i mean some weekends they can be loud and it's with kids it's a little hard when you're trying to put them down but they've always been really considerate and even if they were a little loud i don't think i would call the cops or report them or anything you know like i'd go talk to them first but well the homeowner that put this money into the fence decides you know, I can't just idly sit by and let <laughs> this go. So I have to do something in, I guess you could say, protest, a peaceful protest. He actually had gathered and had on hand some life-size mannequins that are amato- anatomically correct. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why? Ew, I don't want to know why he even has these available well, to him Well, he claimed that he was holding on to them because when he acquired them, he thought it would be cool to use them as target practice. That's a little scary. Yeah. But (laughs) that being said, he decided to put these mannequins on full nude display in his yard that can be seen from the street now that he doesn't have a six foot high fence. And I feel like they really can't complain about that. (laughs) I mean, like you can, but I feel like you're not going to get very far because it's his yard. And if he wants to put those up, I I, mean. I think it's awesome. And I guess he's had over 50 people stop take photos and tell him how awesome it is that he did this in protest yeah so now it's, it's like the neighbor the neighbor that turned him in and snitched on him is over there like oh 
I wish I wouldn't have said anything. A six foot high fence would be amazing right now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I Yeah, that sucks for the guy who had to cut that fence down. I don't think I would do anything different if someone did that to me. I think that a peaceful <laughs> naked protest would probably be something in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, you do have a hard time backing down from a, from a good argument. Oh, my big thing is, and I'm willing to back down, if and only if I... I'm not confident that I am right. If there's a scenario where you can discuss yes and no, that's not opinion. That's yes or no. One of us is right. One of us is wrong. When it comes to opinion, I'm working on getting better at saying, okay, I don't need this one. But when it's like a rule or a fact that doesn't have a side of opinion, I have to, if I know I'm right, I have to know, then I'll keep going and going and going. I know. It gets kind of... Do you have any examples of this? Yeah. So we went to whoever follows us on Instagram and Facebook. We posted some pictures and we went to go see Bert Kreischer. 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 (laughs) Don't make fun of my accent. No, but (laughs) my dad always says that. Everybody loves my acid. Anyway, so we went and walked to go to the comedy club to go see him there was a guy in line, and the way that they have this set up is a little weird. You go and you get your wristband to go check in, but the line starts. I don't know how to even describe this. How do you? How would you describe? I this? think the easiest way to say it is there's two lines. There's the line you go in to get a wristband, and then there's the line you get in once you have a wristband. The line you get in once you have a wristband is the ones that are going into the club first. The line that goes to get the wristband is the line just to get the wristband. So it's like you have to... But the way it's set up, the door, the entrance has a little gate around it. And so the line starts on the side of one of the gates. But when people come really late or later than everybody else to get the wristbands, the line cuts in front of the line to get into the comedy club. There was a guy, the line was getting kind of long, and there was a guy who was complaining that he never had to do this before he never had to go in and get the wristband and he was just in awe that he had to even do this and you were like no you do this every show which is true you do it every show at least the late show and i did clarify that if it's the nine o'clock show when there's a show going on right the line starts to form and you have to get your wristband first now he could have been i guess in this scenario in his brain not thinking And he was wrong in the sense thinking, I always go to a seven o'clock show and I've never had to do this. That could be correct. But I always go to the nine o'clock show and I've gone to many shows at the comedy club. Wise guys. Right. And that information wasn't told to us what time he usually goes or whatever. But he was making the comment to you. He never had to do this before. And you were like, no, you do it every time on the nine o'clock show or whatever time. And he kept saying no, and you guys kept going back and forth. And I just looked at you in Spanish, and I was like, shut up. Just be quiet. Just drop it. You were like, no, I'm right. But I'm like, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you just have to be the bigger person and just say, okay, whatever. Like, I know you're wrong. And so I'm just going to let you do your thing, and I'll just do my thing, even though I know I'm right. But you cannot back down from that. Not in that scenario. It's not in me. And it's funny because you do sit there and you go, Cayete, Cayete. And I'm like, we're in public. There's probably 200 people around us. Cayete is not a difficult Spanish I'm word for people to know. I'm just going to signing to you then. I'm just going to be signing to you to shut up. That's, I mean, that'd probably be less recognizable. But at the end of the day, 
you know it's not going to work for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so then we go into the comedy club. Great show. It was one of the best ones I've gone to at Wise Guys. Burt Kreischer's Hour, he's getting ready to do for I'm Imagining Netflix. I think it's going to be the best work that he's done yet. Oh, and his opener was amazing. He destroyed it. Right. Jesus Trejo? It's Jesus. Jesus Trejo. It's on our Instagram. We tagged him. I have a complaint, though. I can't stand it. They make an announcement before every show. Keep your table talk to a whisper. The correct announcement should be don't say a damn word when there are people performing because the people that are around you didn't pay to hear your story about, oh, have you seen her cover photo? Her, <laughs> Our profile pic has changed so many times. And oh my gosh, Becky. Well, the funny thing was that the girls behind us started to talk in the middle of the show. We were like getting into it. We were getting really into the opener. This was before Burt came out. And the opener was amazing. And we were just laughing, but they were so loud. And they were talking even louder, I feel like, to talk over the laughs. They were talking about some girl, how she was super loud and obnoxious. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you're not doing this right now? And so then you squeeze my hand to to see if I'm okay with you telling them to shut up or to, you know, give them the look to shut up. And I didn't, I was like, just do whatever you want to do. And so with all my might, I possessed in my brain, just turn slowly. I, and I made it very dramatic <laughs> and it was, I was actually impressed with myself because I didn't have to say a word. It was the first time that I felt true power in a look because I turned my head real slow, locked eyes with the one that was talking the most. And I shot her a look of death. <laughs> and they didn't say a damn word the rest of the show. They really didn't. And I was so irritated because it shouldn't come to that. We are adults. Yeah. You're over 21. You have to be looked at to be quiet at a live entertainment event. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. So speaking of earlier when we were speaking of sign language... Do you remember what you kind of were teasing and we were signing? So for all of our listeners who haven't listened in on our other episodes, we have two daughters and one of them is deaf. And so we do, we are learning sign language. So we are, obviously you learn the bad words first. So you signed something to me. Do you remember? And it was a total joke, but what did you sign to me? I'll preface it with. Maybe it wasn't a joke. It it was not a joke (laughs) whatsoever. But in one language, something can mean something. And in another, it can mean another. And like the severities change. Like for me, I would never call my wife a bitch to her face. Or in all. Eh, at least to her face. <laughs> I have that much respect for her. Now, sign language, I feel like it's can be more intense at times. But it can also be less intense at times. And in this instant, I felt that if I signed dirty bitch in sign language it's not as harsh as saying it in english i signed dirty bitch to my wife jokingly a hundred percent oh now you're joke. going now you're going back you just said um it wasn't a joke <laughs> was it the latina face that i gave you just now <laughs> i peed a little i'll cut you no just kidding <laughs> i did a uh, sign dirty bitch to my wife and she laughed i didn't get slapped and it went over quite well I recommend everyone learning dirty bitch in sign language (laughs) and call your significant other a dirty bitch in sign language. Do not actually call (laughs) your wife a dirty bitch. That is very 
Not okay. That is not okay. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, the blow wasn't as intense when you sign it. And it's kind of funny. Like my dad will sometimes sign. He thinks it's the funniest thing to sign. Like b- bitch boy. <laughs> he just thinks it's so funny. But yeah, it's sign language. Is, it felt a little like a softer blow. Yeah, it's definitely fun learning it. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. So it's March. Madness, baby. Yeah, March Madness is going on. So we... Every oh, sorry, well, I don't bad. know. Go ahead. No, you go I, for it. I don't know what I'm saying either. Well, every year I have a friend that is very much a fan of gambling. And so he puts on he a... loves it. You know who you are. <laughs> and he puts on a March Madness tournament for his friends and family. And he collects $20 from each of us. And we all fill out a bracket, and it's tracked on Yahoo Sports. And so I fill one out. Now, I love sports. I really do. Truly and honestly, I love sports. But I don't follow college basketball as close as I follow other sports. I think it's just because there's a lot of teams. It requires TV package that I'm not willing to pay for. (laughs) So I never know anything about college basketball. Now, this year, there's a freak athlete out there that is just amazing and I love watching him. So I knew of him. So of course, when I filled out my bracket, his team's going to win it all. I'm sure a lot of people know who you're talking about if you just say the guy who blew out his shoe. Yeah, Zion Williams. But anyway, (laughs) that's beside the point. What I'm trying to say, on Sunday night when the brackets got released, I had mine filled out 20 seconds later. I did no research. I've watched zero games, only highlights. With that being said, I handed in my bracket didn't look at anything and now i'm just enjoying the games watching my bracket i think i'm doing okay i never do the thing i don't never do the tournament in the bracket to win per se i do it just because my friend basically harasses me until i give him 20 dollars and fill out a bracket (laughs) he calls you a dirty bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah but he doesn't sign it so it's very offensive (laughs) so For us, we decided as spouse holes that we, Kiara and I, were going to fill out a bracket together. Well, not together. She did one and I did one. We are going to see who scores the most points on our bracket. And there's going to be some kind of either punishment or reward for the winner or the loser, respectively. So, Ooh, let's make this interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We got to figure out what it's going to be. No, let's let our listeners, if somebody has a good idea of a punishment or a reward... They can submit it to us on our website, spouseholes.com. Yeah, and you guys can also see about submitting it. We do have an Instagram, a Facebook, and a Twitter. So if you guys don't want to get on the website or can't or whatever, and you are already on Instagram or Facebook, shoot us a message with what the punishment or the reward would be. Yeah, we actually have a tab on the website called Topic Submission. I knew it wasn't just submissions. It's Topic Submission. So the topic will be punishment or reward for the winner you know whatever and give us your idea send it to us and maybe we'll read a few of the best ones on the next episode or two Um, it goes into april you know next weekend will be the sweet 16 so we look forward to seeing how our brackets hold up that's a good idea that's a really good idea babe let's have our listeners submit ideas for either a punishment or a reward people listening i'm not shaving my beard it's off the table (laughs) you already did it yeah, so that would be fun. So we can do that. You've come so far when it comes to sports. 
when we were dating and stuff, I'd talk to you about sports and you would just look at me like I was speaking German or some other foreign language that you didn't speak. It was like specific sports because growing up and like past relationships was always heavy in soccer. And so soccer, I felt like if you talk to me and so- like about soccer, I felt like for the most part I, I can keep up. But you're heavy in like football and well, you were I don't not so much now, but f- basketball with football, yeah, you would talk to me and I didn't know what the heck you were talking about most of the time. Like, what are you? What language are you talking? And I have to say that I really appreciate that you were willing to watch and actually attempt to learn. So you had something, you know, something that I really enjoyed that you started to learn and feel comfortable talking about because now we'll be watching football on any given Sunday and you're over there before, you know, the whistle will blow and you'll be all like, that was offsides. The whistle will blow and you'll say, false start. And I'm just all like, hell yes, that is my wife. That is a true, you know, desire and a true, I don't even know how to word it. I'm just so proud of you. You know, if um, anybody from ESPN is listening... I'm your girl. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, we don't want to go that, quite that <laughs> <Just> far. <kidding. laughs> yeah, I'm not that good yet, you guys. I'm I'm working <laughs> on it. No, but it is something that I feel like you're going to watch it yes or yes. So if I want to spend time with you during the football season, I feel like I had to start learning some of the terms or I was going to be lost the entire time. And I know some people who don't. They're like, whatever, you want to watch your sport? go do your thing and I'll go do my thing. But I'm not like that. I feel like if it interests you, then I'm going to at least make an effort and see if it's something that I enjoy too. So, you know, this is my mini plug out there. My wife, everyone, she's willing to learn my sport. Eh, Sports. She'll watch jazz games with me. I love watching the Utah Jazz. Come get to the playoffs every year and lose. But, you know, (laughs) at least they're getting to the playoffs. (laughs) But yeah, we haven't been, you're not really, I feel like you're not really a soccer fan. I know we touched base on it a little bit with a different episode about how my dad watches it and he like naps. Oh, I'll, I'll take a nap during some soccer anytime. I don't feel like it's your first choice. No, and I actually played soccer all growing up, but when it comes down to it, I just don't find it as entertaining to watch unless I'm really tired. Yeah, see, and that's what we grew up with, playing and watching. So. I think it's just because your parents work really hard and your dad is always tired. My parents do work really hard. Speaking of the sports that you have learned and really enjoyed, did you at least enjoy going to a Patriots game and sitting on the front row, 35-yard line, Patriots side? Yeah, I paid for it. Of course I was going to enjoy it. <laughs> yes, that was back when you were my brown sugar mama. Yeah, I, worked my, I worked my ass off, dude. No, um, it's different being there versus watching on TV. Like, I'd much rather be able to go every game than to just watch it on TV. Well, I guess it's give and take. The atmosphere is different when you're there watching it with everybody there and all the drunk people. It's hilarious. When it's cold and you get better seats at home, then I'm like, no, it's good that we're at home. But no, I did love, I enjoyed it. It was way fun going and it was really fun. It. And I feel the exact same way when it comes to baseball. Like the only way I'm going to watch baseball is if it's like the game of in the playoffs. I know they do a best of seven series, so it almost has to be the seventh game for me to enjoy right. baseball be- on TV. But if you go to a game, like when we went to the Red Sox game, I loved it. It was a great time. Yeah, it's different. The atmosphere is different when you go versus watching it. I can't sit 
and watch on TV. Baseball, I can't do. I don't know how people do golf. And where we sat at the Red Sox game, they were constantly hitting foul balls in in our in section. Yeah. And so you had to be on constant alert so you didn't get banged with the ball. <laughs> so it made it so you actually paid attention to the game and you kind of learned some things. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Because I definitely don't know very much about baseball. I'll watch it if it's the playoffs. I like playoffs. Playoffs of any sport, like a Masters, even in golf. I'll watch, you know, the last couple holes of the Masters tournament. Yeah, I can't. I can't do golf. I can't watch it. Like, I know we've gone out and we've done, you know, we've practiced and everything, but I can't just sit and watch golf on TV. It's hard. I'm like, that's the sport that makes me go to sleep. I was going to say, I think it's the white equivalent of the napping sport. You just put it on. Yeah, but they hop so quiet. At least we're like... The at least for soccer they yell goal for golf it's like good job yeah so you don't even wake up to see what happens you don't wake up but what happens is it's just such a long endeavor that no matter how long you nap it's still on when you wake up and they show a bunch of highlights while they're walking hole to hole that's horrible no I can't do golf as far as watching it that's a sport I can't do understandably and I will never make you watch golf. Oh, yeah, I would never sit and watch golf. If you even asked me to, I'd be like, no. (laughs) I'm going to go do my thing and you can go do your thing. That is one that I will tell you to go do your thing for. And go watch it because I can't do it. Hmm. So you're saying if I want some alone time. Yep, put on golf. Away from you. Yep. Hmm. I have a new weapon, people. (laughs) Tiger, Tiger Wood, y'all. Oh, my gosh. So is there any sports that you wouldn't want to sit and watch because i feel like for the most part you watch anything that's on like if someone puts something on you'll be willing to watch it but is there something that you're like no i'm not gonna watch it i can't think of anything (laughs) i actually once uh got really into the bowling oh my god professional bowling i was i think it was when i was in school and i just had one day where it was like in between semesters you were at work i was flipping through the channels in the apartment the old apartment and it landed on espn and it was championship rounds of professional bowling and yeah at first i'm like this is bullshit and then all of a sudden i watched the first roll and the guy rolls it down the lane and it stays right on the gutter line right on the gutter line and at the very last second darts to the center pin and he gets a strike it was the coolest thing in bowling you could imagine and so i just sat there and watched it and i actually enjoyed it and i figured out you know how they score what they're looking for for to do you know sometimes it's like they need to make sure they do this that and the other and get as many obviously as many points as possible but like picking up spares and pin placement and oh it was it was pretty intense by the end of it i've also enjoyed darts professional darts Watching this one guy, the cool thing about darts is it doesn't take, and bowling for that matters, it doesn't take uh, peak physical fitness to do right. well. And so you see these fat guys that are just <laughs> dominating and I'm like, hell yes, this is my sport. Those are your people. Those are my people. <laughs> well, this guy doing darts, he just like, it was all in the flick of the wrist or something, but he was throwing perfect darts That's three in a row. Flick of the wrist. It was really impressive. Also, recently, I found out that in, oh, don't quote me, but I believe it was Russia that they actually have the championship slap matches where it's kind of like arm wrestling, but you sit across from each other 
and smack each other in the face <laughs> as hard as you possibly can. And I guess you just go until the other person says they don't want to be slapped anymore or until you knock them out. And what? there was images of people getting knocked out. It is amazing. I highly look it up. Slap championships. What? No, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. There was something else that I recently showed you that I'm like, this is the new thing to do. What was it? Oh, yeah. Blindfold races. I don't think you showed me that. I thought I did where they blindfold a bunch of people. Oh, it's yes, you did. And then people were like falling over each other. And falling over each other. And then there's like random obstacles sometimes. They were running yes, into obstacles no. and parked cars. That's like and the stupid bird blind whatever challenge that people do. I'm sure that's where it came from. But if you look it up on the internet and you say uh, blindfold races, you'll see some legit, I mean, wow. athletes that are running full speed blindfolded into shit. And it is hilarious. No, I'm good with my classic normal sports <laughs> i don't know blindfold races and slap championships those are some time wasters right there yeah i guess that's true all right do you want to get into some plugs i mean that's are you, are you trying to turn this around on me do you i want mean, to get all positive now yeah <laughs> i mean to sit across from somebody and slap them around that's sad it is male on male it's no you know, oh no guys are I'm being he, women. I'm glad you had to clarify that. You made me feel a little awkward there for a minute. Oh like I God. was going to reach across the table and slap Shut you. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Let's get positive. Let's hear some plugs. Do you want to go first? I would appreciate it if you went first. Ladies first today. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my plug has to do with Girl Scouts and Girl Scout cookies. Oh, that's... We went to Walmart the other day. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. And this is when about, I'd say, five or six days into the challenge, I'm hungry because my body hasn't quite adjusted to going from eating everything in sight to being smart. And sure enough, those little Girl Scouts are out front. And I almost was like, you're just going to have to go in. I can't say no to Girl Scout cookies. Well, it wasn't just Girl Scout cookies. There was also like a school or something that was selling chocolates too on the other side of the entrance. So you no. literally had a battle. Of no, it wasn't a battle. Listen, the people <laughs> from that school that sent these kids to sell candy bars need to specifically look at their students and say, hey, if there's Girl Scouts selling Girl Scouts cookies, go somewhere else. No one's buying your bullshit candy bar for two to, <laughs> two to $3 when there's Girl Scout cookies for the same price next door within walking distance. Nobody's buying your dumb candy bar, kids. I almost wanted to tell them, but I I had a little bit of a heart that day. And well, just said, I don't no, know because you. sometimes I'm more of a chocolate candy bar person than I am cookies. You're outside of Walmart. You can go and buy a better. They're I guess crap, that's true. crap candy that's bars. That's true, I guess. Those are the ones where you go door but to door. But I can door. make the same argument for the cookies. No, Girl Scout cookies are divine. No, some of them are not even that great. Some of them, but you get a choice and you choose the ones that are amazing. Oh, I just have a hard time. I'm not like, I don't get it how everyone's like so in love with them. I think it's because they take them away for nine months of the year and you can only get them. Kind of like the McRib at McDonald's. Ooh. Like you can only have that nasty ass sandwich yeah, twice a year. But I'm not the same way as you. Like but it, every time it comes out, you know you want to at least bite no, into one. No, it's weird. Oh. 
See, these it's not are- like you. Like you're like, oh my gosh, I have to have it when it comes out. And I'm like, why? Like if it'll come back out next year, it's not a big deal. It comes out every year, and every year I get it. I'm never happy after I eat it. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, why? Why would you want to eat it? And I think it? it comes down to see. I'm getting some revelation right now on the podcast. Oh gosh. <laughs> it comes down to. I can't have it the rest of the year. Okay, so that's going to be something of like maybe growing up. We grew up a little different because my parents would buy sweets and they would buy candies and they'll buy whatever and they would just have it out on the counter and we would do drive-bys, you know, just walk by, oh, look at a cookie and we would eat it and then forget about it until the next day. And then it's like, oh yeah, another cookie, cool. And so we would grab another cookie. But like... I don't know. I feel like you feel like it's the end of the world if you don't get that cookie like right now and eat them all right this second. Oh, it's true. You know, looking back at how when I was growing up, it was just like the most famous saying was it won't be there tomorrow. And I think it was more because my parents were trying to be better. So they were going to just throw it away so that it wasn't sitting around the house all day. Well, to me, what I heard was eat as much as you possibly can or you won't get another chance. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that's maybe the difference of where we're at. Because I never understand it when something nasty like that comes out. I don't think it's that good. But I mean, I'd prefer other sandwiches at McDonald's. Oh, no. The McRib that. is absolute garbage. <laughs> and one time I even bit into a bone. And I don't understand oh. how that is possible because it's not like they're using real McRibs. Right, it's artificially made and it is not good. So I think probably somebody in. likes fake nail or something. Yeah, for real, like a rock <laughs> fell into it or. That's so gross. Okay, so my plug, <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. So this little girl decides that she needs to up her game. She sold two thousand cookies last year, and she needed to beat her score pretty much. As I, her mentality. As, see right here, I have to say something. Competition breeds success oh for real we're in a society these days where everyone gets a participation trophy are you kidding me (laughs) that's all that's all i can say when my daughters are in sports or if they decide that they want to play sports and they come home and say look daddy i got a participation medal i'm like you can throw that bullshit in the garbage you lost every game you're gonna be the dad keeping score aren't you oh yeah And I'm going to buy one of my own LED displays so the entire crowd can see. (laughs) Or I'll just make it so my kids aren't playing with the general population and go join some club sports where winning and losing matters and you actually learn something. Yeah, as long as they're good losers too, though, because there's a lot of people out there who cannot lose. Me up until the age of... I'm still a bad loser. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to my story. Okay, so this little girl is up in her game and she wants to sell more than she did last year. So the smart little girl decides that she is going to print out a picture of the actor who plays Aquaman shirtless and put it on the box and sell them. And do you know how many moms out there <laughs> bought bought this there's like so many happy moms i guess they have like on twitter and stuff of them like thanking her for printing out this picture of this guy and she got a lot more sales so she's working on her sales but they're looking pretty good so she's gonna be a really smart sales lady when she's older until they see that technically the aquaman guy could come and say hey i didn't give you permission oh to my use god my, my image on your girl scout cookies i'm suing you for all of your profits and 
then you know she's actually negative at the end and of the day. And then he's on the news. He sues a little girl scout for all the money that she won or that she ended up getting for her girl scout cookie sales. Aquaman to the rescue. <laughs> That's horrible. I feel like she was a plug to all of those moms out there. That is, I mean, they're, you know, they're eating them cookies. <laughs> The Mako Man cookies. Damn, why does not my husband don't look like this? I'm going to eat another cookie. (laughs) (laughs) What do I have to do to get Aquaman in my life? Oh, my gosh. All right, let's hear your plug. I knew you were going to have way too much fun with that. That was a great one. I absolutely love it. So this guy and his dog are driving in a car. Starts to snow. Starts to snow really bad. Starts to snow even worse. He's in an SUV. He gets his SUV stuck. Oh, no. Now, this is an SUV with four-wheel drive. So that means he's really stuck. Right. So he gets out, tries to push, but he's in the car by himself with his dog. He's not having any luck. So he says, you know what? I'm just going to wait this out. And so he just hops in his truck, cuddles up with his dog, and waits out the storm. Falls asleep, and he wakes up. And in the six or seven hours that he was sleeping, it just got worse. And it's to the point now where he is completely entrenched in snow. I mean, there is, he he has to hike out of his car at this point. Wow. So him and his dog try to trek it out and they walk just a little ways and they look around and there's just no safety in sight and they weren't really prepared for it. So they decide, you know what, we need to just wait this out some more. We have a full tank of gas. So... You know, we, he's with his dog so he can cuddle the dog, stay somewhat warm. And then when it starts to get too cold, even for that, he can turn the car back on, get the heater going for a minute, turn it back off. So he's just like, I'm going to continue to wait. Now, like me and many people, when you're in a panic situation like that, I think your first fear is I'm getting hungry. He survived in his car for five days. On Taco Bell fire sauce. Oh my gosh. And he's th- has, he comes out five days later and is rescued safely. But for five days, all he had was lovely Taco Bell fire sauce. Wow. And so my plug is for Taco Bell at getting... I, I one time, every time I go to Taco Bell, used to go, don't eat that crap anymore. Not crap, it's delicious. And <laughs> I would always say... I need, (laughs) my brother would always dare me to say it in a unique way. So I would say, I need an ass load of fire sauce. Or I would say, I need a shit ton of fire sauce. I always get a laugh. It was always great. They would give you so much fire sauce. It's true. They do give you a lot. And even if you don't ask for a lot, they give you a big handful. And so this guy just made the most of it. And every time he started feeling a little bit hungry, just cracked another fire sauce and survived and he was found five days later by a snowmobile team that were able to take him to safety and he was able to get some actual food in him as well wow that's awesome good job taco bell for way to go giving out a lot of sauces (laughs) that's awesome well that's a good one that concludes another episode of spouse holes i have to say it was really fun we went a little off the cuff for this one We'll see how people respond. It was fun. <laughs> Go to spouseholes.com, topic submission, give us ideas for the bracket, 
tournament challenge for the winner or the loser, punishment or reward. And also follow us on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Everything's at Spouseholes. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.